All right. So you know you have to tell everybody what happened since your last birthday. Listen. Like two weeks ago. A week ago. Two weeks ago. Just because I can no longer sleep without injuring myself, apparently, <laughs> does not mean I'm I'm old. <laughs> he, he got hurt in his sleep. <laughs> Thank you. week and this episode of gear related a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry i'm your host as opposed to that other episode that we're not recording it's it's actually this one right it's this episode we're being mindful and we're focusing on this episode on this time right not that other one there can be only one you keep thinking about the other one (laughs) anywho i'm your host, Heather Lee. I'm your other host, Benjamin Lee. Welcome aboard. And he's apparently to this train wreck. the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to focus. Well, I'm going to focus too. I have a feeling uh, as you were working on this, I walked behind you once and realized that I'm probably going to get real mad about this episode, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll put it to you this way. There's definitely two sides uh uh, of the fence on this particular one. I know there's always in, two sides of a fence, but there's, there's there's people on both sides of the fence is what I meant to say. <laughs> there's, so there's there's a fence and there's, there's sides. <laughs> there's people on both sides of it. Uh, <laughs> well, and, gonna, and both of them make sense. And the fence. Well, yeah, okay, I can see that. Um, what we're going to be talking about today is upcoming legislation, um, or we're going to talk about some other legislations that you might not know about. Upcoming legislation. There was all kinds of shenanigans going on up at the top. and uh, Upcoming legislation. There's a lot of little hands in the pot. Upcoming legislation. Well, and now I'm wondering, we've got all, we had all this elections. Is, is this updated for after the elections with the new peeps? Probably no, no, not no, yet. No. Yeah, we don't. So we may have so to update. A lot of this stuff has been in the works for um, some of it for years, some of it months. Um, but we're going to talk about a few of it because. A few it, of it? Oh. <laughs> Guys, this is getting bad. The, the time change happened and that's it. That is it for us. All right, um, buddy. Lay so, it on me. So there, uh, obviously, there's a, a lot of different sources that I used um, on on the internet. Some of them were law firms. Some of them were the uh, National Highway and Traffic and Safety Administration's website, European Council, bunch of different stuff out there. You can research this on your own. But one fun one was like it lists all 50 states and the new laws that are related to automotive. Oh. This was kind of fun. I'm just going to throw one out there. The driver's license test in Louisiana is getting an update in 2021. No longer do you have to crank your car to get it to start. (laughs) So listen to this. Now, all driver education courses and the driver's license test will include information specifically about parking. Uh-oh. <laughs> Meaning we didn't test people on parking in Louisiana prior to 2021? I mean, 
Does people, no one know? Does no one know how to park in Louisiana? People of Louisiana, I need to know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Tell me, I need the dirt. But we can make fun of them all they want. But the next one that is also from Louisiana. Oh, I was gonna uh, say it's New York. This something to- dumb. Th- this total. Well, New York needs to listen to them about this one. The state has also introduced tort reform legislation to reduce the amount of money people can receive from insurance companies and businesses following a car accident. Can I get an amen? But what about hurting a car? (laughs) Don't say his name. (laughs) What's going to happen? You've all seen those. I mean, no, it's so many. So we can all sing the lawyer commercials and we don't even stream them anymore, but they're, they're still in our heads. Oh yeah. But yeah, I I personally, you can see which side of the fence I am for that particular one. Mm-hmm. I think we definitely need to limit the amount of money for pain and suffering that you get from a car accident. I get it. Take care of the medical bills, whatever. But I, you, you don't need to become a multimillionaire no. if you you hurt your wrist a little bit. Right. Right? Because come on, were you ever going to make $40 million in your job? No. Unless you're Steve I'm not, Jobs. I, I'm not even going to make $40 million in my life. That's what I mean. Like, you're not, that's probably not a safe assumption that, you know, if you can't work because you hurt your wrist. But, okay, we can go on. That's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast, not just episode. Right. If you wanted to know um, if there's any laws in your state, you can check that out. The website that I was using was insurify.com. Uh, they also want to try to sell you insurance, but... You don't have to buy it. You don't. You, you really are don't. a grown-up. You do what you want. <laughs> so we're going to move on. Um, as you know, uh, the there was a trillion-dollar infrastructure package that was signed into law that had a lot of requirements for automakers in them, uh, along with the infrastructure, roads, right. bridges, all that kind of good stuff. Um, this one is to help prevent drunk driving. Oh, we like that. Under the mandate, I'm going to read this. Uh, the safety feature must be able to passively monitor the driver's performance when operating a motor vehicle and accurately detect any malfunctioning on the driver's part. If any sign of intoxication or malfunctioning is detected, the safety feature should effecti- effectively disable the vehicle or limit its performance. Okay, I love the idea of a malfunctioning human. <laughs> <laughs> it is worded uh, um, very, very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, is that like if you're weaving? It's gonna be. It's gonna be part um, speeding up, slowing down. You're just not right. being as consistent as you usually are. Right. Any kind of weird behavior, I guess. Malfunctioning. Right. Uh, okay. And another question, I guess I have is: so it's it's Saturday night. It's midnight. You're loaded. You get in your car. Not a great idea. No. But there's going to be driving. Like a pressure point on the ignition switch. Assuming you have an ignition switch on how many times you hit it before the key actually <laughs> goes in the hole. Nice. Um, so uh, my question is, like, as you're driving, if you're erratic or whatever, they decide that you're not sober and they disable the vehicle. Like, how does that work? Does it just start to slow down and then yeah, make go- you stop? It, it's going to limit... You're in traffic. It's going to limit the performance and basically just make it so that you can't increase speed and until you come 
come to a stop. Here's, okay. Good luck on 390. <laughs> Here's my question, though. How do you reset the system? So let's say Joe Schmo is driving oh, when, Joe. He, when he shouldn't be, and the car figures it out and says, oh, Joe. Oh, no. No, 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 Joe. no, no. We're pulling you over. So car pulls Joe over, and Joe's like, oh, you're right. I'm, I'm taking I'm, a nap. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my friend Brady. So Oh, so now Brady comes. Yeah, to Brady drive. comes. Brady, that's I don't know. It's just random. Name. <laughs> okay. How does Brady reset the system to make the car drivable again? Like, do or, you turn it off and then back on again? Right. Can you just cycle the key? But I don't think that would work because otherwise the uh, Joe Schmo would try that. Like, oh, I can definitely do better this time around, guys. Slap I'm, your face I'm fine. A bit. I'm fine. Take an aspirin. So there's got to be mm, that is interesting. Or do, and does it also does it alert the local police? Say, hey, um, Joe Schmo is driving erratically. I've pulled him over. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Did your come, job. Come get Joe. He needs a ride to the... Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem good. But luckily, all this that we're talking about, Congress actually gave the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration three years to figure out... I'm holding up fingers. I wish this was visual because he just held up four fingers to me. And Three I was years. so confused. <laughs> Three years on how to figure out how to do this. Now, they did, st- um, they did say that they were not going to be using interlock devices. So we don't have to worry about you getting in your car and having to prove that you're sober to like drive Like a breathalyzer it. every exactly. time. Okay. Yeah. So they're not going to do that. Actually, the, there there already are some manufacturers that have been working on this. General Motors, Nissan, BMW, they're using infrared cameras to monitor the driver's oh. behavior. So if you're kind of maybe if you're like dancing a little bit too much or listen, they're going to turn my car off every day. But yeah, they're they're also looking for your attentiveness, drowsiness, any kind mm. of loss of consciousness. So if you just that'd be great. If you just pass out, the car's going to be like, okay. Drunk, asleep, whatever, we're pulling over. Stroke, yeah. Well, that's, I like that, but I'm still just wondering, like, how safely is it going to do that? I I get it's got the ADA system, so it can kind of see all the cars around it Mm -hmm. and change lanes so here's and pull one, over, I here's guess. one example of what the car does upon detecting one or more of this of these signs the feature alerts the driver with a warning sound so that's the first thing kind of like it's like a, a beer can opening <laughs> that's the warning light <laughs> a little wine a little uh, martini glass with an olive <laughs> Uh, we shouldn't. We shouldn't poke fun. This is very. <laughs> it is very serious. It's very serious, but but we have good ideas too. Um, Just saying. The feature alerts the driver with a warning sound. If the behavior continues, the hazard lights immediately come on to alert oh. you know the other drivers around. <laughs> the speed decreases automatically, and the vehicle gets disabled. So the hazard lights is a big help too for like okay. Something weird's happening I've, here. I've been following this guy who seems to be driving erratically, and his car has now recognized right. it. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> oh. Um, some of the other requirements in this infrastructure bill also include the installation of rear seat reminders. Oh, good. I'm just saying, we did a whole podcast on that. All those kids had all those great ideas. And I'm just saying... I mean, if you want to hear all 
They're so smart, those kids. It was episode 51. It's getting hot in here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Give a listen to that one. Yeah. Smart um, kids. So I'm glad they're doing that. Keep going. So another safety is, of course, some of these are, are pretty much um, in most cars now anyway, but lane departure warnings, automatic uh, emergency braking, um, those are in most cars now, but now they're being mandated. So a lot like in 2008 when they mandated TPMS sensors, tire pressure monitoring, this is all your ATIS, your advanced driver assist systems that are just going to be okay. now mandatory. I'll tell you what, the brake one will give me a heart attack. It's only ever happened to me once, but it was like, oh no, listen, you need to brake. And it was like, brake, <laughs> and then it made my car break. And yeah, I was they're like, very oh. serious. They're not messing around, I was right? Like, Guy, that car is not, it's turning. All right, so. Sometimes I argue with my we're car. We're going to jump out of car manufacturers for a second and go to uh, some heavy duty side. Uh, the Federal Motor Carrier and Safety Association. So thinking, uh, think about like semi trucks, this kind and of and like thing. fire trucks. Um, possibly, okay. yeah. Uh, they announced it intends to publish a supplemental notice of proposed rulemaking to follow up on a 2016 proposed rule that was jointly issued by the um, FMCS and the National Highway. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So in 2016, they wanted to propose a speed limiter installed on all oh. motor carriers that they could only go so fast. Now, what happened was nobody could agree on how what, fast what that would be. That would yep. be. Um, so that has been reintroduced. They want to limit it to 68 miles per hour. I mean, wouldn't it... I feel like it would have to depend... On so part of me is like okay because there's places out in the Midwest where the speed limit's 70, 75 even yeah yeah so that's I can I can imagine some drivers would be not so ha not like, they would happy be, to be pretty limited. upset doing 68 but, in the 75 sure but at the same time it's really hard to stop those things. I say with my vast yeah. <laughs> plethora of knowledge of truck driving. Like I mean, yeah, I but we have I feel very like. little um, information on the heavy duty side. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how much to say about this. Just that it's it's coming. And the 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 important thing to note though is this law would be the responsibility would be on the motor carriers, not the manufacturers. Okay. So who? So it's basically you're telling whoever buys these things has to is required to have the speed limiters in, not the manufacturers who are making the trucks, which I thought was weird. That is weird. Yeah. Okay. Another kind of opt-out, not opt-in kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's kind of our segue into this whole speed limiting thing, because here's the big one I want to talk about. Mm. Oh, people are about to get crotchety. <laughs> so these systems are called ISAs, and that stands for Intelligent Speed assist or assistance i already know that people are going to call it like idiot stick <laughs> a-holes <laughs> now for us that live in the united states most of us th this is probably the first time we're hearing about this unless you're following driver repair news like i do but oh um, yeah i do that all the right, time right right yeah it's, it's a, totally it's on everyone's feed right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so a lot of this is going to sound very new but for europeans this is old news 
Uh, the European Commission in March of 2019 approved a rule to make um, Intelligent Speed Assistance, or ISA, mandatory for all newly manufactured light vehicles starting in 2022, which is now. So the entire European Union has basically adopted mandatory speed assist systems. Okay, so tell me exactly what does that mean? Okay, so the intelligent speed assist system can work in a number of different ways, and the manufacturer has a choice of how they want to implement it. Okay. So the first thing that they use is uh, radar and camera technology to pick up speed limit signs. Now, this is crucial because if you're heading towards a work zone, that is not necessarily, it's going to be different than the posted speed limit. Right, because it's a temporary right. change. And this is much different than the heavy-duty side proposal because they just wanted to limit a max speed. They right. don't want anybody going faster than 68, whereas this one, they don't want you breaking the speed limit At anywhere. All. Oh, so you get in that school zone, you are doing 15. Right. Buster. Right. Okay. And if you go over the the, the speed limit, you get an audible warning, Um to let you know that you need to slow down. If you do not slow down, the car will slow down for you. Now, so you it lose does control, not, huh? Yes, it does not step on the brake. They wanted to be very um, clear about um, that. clear about that. Exactly, the car does not brake. It re it just reduces it just, the acceleration. So okay. no matter how much you step on the gas pedal, the car does not respond until you are under that speed limit. Okay. Yeah, people aren't gonna like that. <laughs> They're not. I, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you get traffic going with you, and you're just, it's the same route you drive every day. And so you just kind of keep up with the traffic. And the next thing you know, you're like 10 over, and you're like, oh, So, well, if in that situation, that would be nice for me because I don't want a ticket. That's, you know, and that's kind of the, the one of the upsides is they're, they're reducing. Um, I mean, the whole point, obviously, is is reducing traffic fatalities. We'll get to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, reducing the amount of speed tickets that you get, too. You don't okay. have to worry about that stuff so, uh, so much anymore. You can still get fined because you can break the speed limit because at that point, that's when it warns you. Um, so but you, you can only break it for a limited time. For a limited time, exactly. Um, the, uh, but what if you're going down a hill? And it's like trying to not let you accelerate, but you're going down a hill and you're like, I'm not going to put my brakes on. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm trying to. It's maybe a very long hill. Muddy like the, the water. The lower of a part of a mountain pass. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so that's the European Union. Now, the, the European Transport Safety Council. Uh, this is where it gets <laughs> it gets kind of just really, what was the point? Um, they were criticized because they support a full on-off switch for the system. Oh, wait, what? Right. So all of these speed systems are mandatory in the European Union, but the manufacturers have the ability to have a button to turn it off. Again, like <laughs> that's like when we're talking about subscription stuff, like it's in the car it should work or I should, you know, have access yeah. to it so they can, they put this, the system in and then they say, Oh, for an extra probably money, I'll just turn that off for you, Mr. <laughs> Elon Musk or whoever you are. 
Yeah, so I, I don't I don't I think the point behind it was backlash to suddenly tell the entire European Union that none of you guys can break the speed limit anymore. Sorry. If they thought so, the European <laughs> Union was going to oh, have some problems, we'll, we'll welcome get, we'll to America. There. We'll get there. <laughs> um, in addition, the United Kingdom speed limiters are mandatory in all new cars and have been since the 6th of July, 2022. All right. So, okay. United, so, we, so got it's United a Kingdom. We got the European Union. What are we doing? Um, what's what's happening out east? A bill introduced in the state of New York earlier oh. this month. This is coming from Uh-oh. August. So we're in August 2022. Aims to mandate certain vehicle safety technology and limit blind spots in vehicles. These include intelligent speed assistance. Idiot stick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Advanced mm-hmm. emergency braking. Uh, lane keeping systems. Blind spot information systems. Uh, and event data recorders or black boxes. Oh, okay. In all New York registered vehicles manufactured or assembled on or after January 1st, 2024. We got one year. Now, I'm, I'm actually really surprised that this law didn't come from California because New York's re- usually always has its eye trained on what's coming out right? of California. But this They're time. They're tired of being in their shadow. I guess so. Um, so, yeah, as of 2024, they want. Uh, intelligent speed assist systems. Okay. Now, they haven't said if to the manufacturers at this point yet if they're allowed to be turned off. Well, that's going to be hard because the manufacturers aren't just shipping their cars out to New York. So if you're a manufacturer and some of your cars go to New York and some of your cars go, you know, all the rest of the states, you would have to have that ability to turn it off for right. the cars that are going to Arizona because you're not going to make different ones. And, th- and this is the same reason why the, I think at this point, it's got to be a hundred percent of the vehicles produced, um, meet the California requirement for emissions because they're not going to sell a car in California and make a different car right. to sell somewhere else. It's got more emissions. Right. Send that one to <laughs> Florida. So this bill hasn't passed yet. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, It's in there. Uh, New York City has actually adopted a test on this. They have um, a fleet system where they've installed them in the vehicles. And currently, the way that system works is the driver can disable it for 15 seconds, a maximum of 15 seconds. Why that's important, I was trying to figure out a scenario why you would need to go above the speed limit for 15 seconds. somebody? Maybe. Um, Okay. But yeah, so they've 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 got, uh, and that's one of their government fleets that they've put that in their cars to. Kinda, and that's in New York City. Yes, New York City. I just feel like there's not a lot of speeding in the city. There's a lot of yeah. <laughs> standing still and honking. But remember, if the speed limit is 20 and you're doing 25, you're speeding. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you it's are. So I mean, you always got to think of it in terms of where you are mm-hmm. um, and what the speed limit is on yes. that particular road. And uh, such a good point. Those those temporary changes in the speed limit because you know my car tells me yeah this is 55 but it doesn't know that there's construction happening well and i'm glad you brought that up too because that's uh, when you first think about this you think about like oh the government's trying to control my cars and Mm -hmm. you know that's one side of it but let's talk about some of the benefits of this how many times have you exited the highway turned on the road and wondered what is the speed limit here yeah 
And you just you just don't know because and half the time that sign. sign is posted further down, or where just you where you it. got it on, right? Or is covered by trees. Yeah, that exactly. happens. A and lot. actually, that's actually one of the complications for these systems is because the car needs to see those signs too. Mm-hmm. But they also rely on GPS and and posted stuff. There are some hiccups in this kind of system, I'm sure. but. Um, but the big factor, the biggest one of all is, is fatalities. Oh my gosh. Well, one of the scariest things that I think about is when you're speeding and you're not using your turn signals. Oh, people love to do that. It's so scary. Like you don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. No one knows what's going on. (laughs) Um, yeah. Let me throw some numbers at you. Oh, please. But not eight. It's too heavy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes she just really throws me off. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, I should just stick to my notes. That's why you have them. In 2020, 29% of the traffic fatalities were was uh, speeding was a factor. So that means of the, I think it's it was. a third. Yeah. Of the 45,000 people that died that year due to um, traffic accidents, 12,000 of them were or 11,258 were because Speed. of speeding. Yikes. That's 2020. 2021 fatalities went up 10.5%. Of course they did. COVID did something wild to people. Yeah. Wild. So, I mean, there's right, right now, New York State is one of the only ones looking at this mandatory law, but the hope is that. The technology will make the roads safer. Yeah. And people won't die. So we would love to not weighing die. that with your freedom to break the law. I don't know. I, I mean, there's just people do not want to be told what to do. They really don't. And I I'm one of those people, but I also I also get it. I mean, a lot of yeah. this stuff is the advanced driver assist systems are saving lives. As much as I don't want to work on them because it requires a lot of highly technical calibrations, it's just annoying. It's part of it now. Right. But remember when, you know, way back in the day that they, impl- what was it, the 80s? They said, you're going to wear a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my Lord. And to this day, we are still having billboards and flashy mm-hmm. lighty things mm-hmm. that are Click telling us, buckle up or, you know, we'll. And that's something that if you're not wearing your seatbelt, that's pretty much only going to affect you. Right. But the stuff that you're talking about, that is affecting other people that are not in your car. So, yeah, I think it's important, but people are going to, it's going to, they're going to kick up a stink. And I'll, I'll, I've said this a hundred times before. The, the reason people, uh, I think the, mo- the, the majority of people that speed are usually because they're late for something. Oh my gosh. Just leave earlier. I will tell you the story. So I was in the Navy and I was stationed in Sigonella, Sicily. Yes. Thank you for your it service. Was, thank you. It was lovely. I loved it there. But a lot of us lived in this little town, um, Moto Santa Anastasia, and you had to I'm drive sorry. down. I'm nope, sorry, not going to say it again. <laughs> and you had to drive down. There's two air bases, um, naval air stations. So there's two, NAS one, NAS two. Okay, and the hospital was in the first one. So it was probably about a 12 minute drive, something like that. This is a while ago, so I can't really remember. But of course, we're always late, right? So you just burn it down that hill to get to work, either station that you're at. And 
oh my gosh, we were all getting in car accidents all the time. It was wild. And so one of the commanders of the base actually did a little study and he hot footed it down that hill. See, this, and, this is the kind of study I'd want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it took something like 12 minutes to get to Naval Air Station 1 and something like 14 minutes to Naval Air Station 2, obeying all of the speed limits. Okay. And so he sped. He said he did, I think he did like 10 to 20 something around their miles an hour faster the whole way down. Okay. And to the first base, he got there one minute faster. Oh, wow. To the second base, it was about a minute and a half. So, guys, you're not, in short distances, speeding is not actually, like, helping you at all. I will always remember that. Did it make me never speed again? <laughs> yes, Commander, it did. Good job. <laughs> yeah, and on that note, um, the last thing I want to uh, tell everybody about is because we're getting into the winter driving season, mm -hmm. if you have questions about uh, snow tires or, or other related to traction control, you can listen to episode 13, Let's Talk Some Tires. A lot of good information out there Oh my there gosh, on that. yeah. You broke it down really, really well. Because we are entering that season. Exactly. It's time to put your magic shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call them. <laughs> they are magic. As always, thank you all for listening. And please, just take a minute and give us some love. Rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. That's right. You know where to find us. GearRelated.com, at Shonato, that's S-C-H-O-E-N. And uh, yeah, everybody. On the Facebooks? Yeah, Instas. you can find there too, sure. Still on the Twitter, even though I don't know if we're going to pay all that money because we're celebrities on there. <laughs> to stay relevant. Have a great week. <laughs>